Hey, yo, what it do? It's your boy, Rue, and I got a message for you. We here at Sofrito Speaks want to work for you. Yes, you heard me. I need another job. If you own a business, are an entrepreneur, or just simply want to get a message across, hit us up. We currently have an amazing promo package going on where you, yes, you, can buy ad space in the next episode. What? How? How much? Our prices range from $20 to $50. We create the ad for you, and you enjoy the benefits. Our main goal is to help out small businesses in our area. If this is something you're interested in, slide in our DMs or email us at sofritospeaks at gmail.com and let us know you want us to work for you. Yo, 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 what's up? It's your girl, Gabriela. What's up, fam? Hey, yo, what it do? It's your boy, Rue, and I'm back here for you. <laughs> Welcome back for Serving 2. You can catch this every Thursday, bringing y'all your favorite Caldero Talk. Caldero Talk is the part of the show where we introduce you to any guests, if we have, bring up our deep topic, and everyone chimes in to dissect and discuss, followed by Reposal. Reposar is how we will close the episode, leaving you all with some positive affirmations, shout-outs, and any announcements that need to be made. With that being said, mi gente, <laughs> let's begin. Caldero Talk. All right, all right. Welcome back. Happy Thursday to everybody. We are so excited to be here. Y'all already know today's episode is is kind of interesting. Like it's a conversation that I think is not really had in a Latino space or uh, you know any any space that I've ever been in. They don't really talk about these type of things. So it's kind of like I felt it would be a strong topic, and I. It may seem weak, like when you read it, you're like, what, professionalism in the workplace? But I feel like it's a conversation that really does need to be had. Absolutely. And especially, like, uh, everyone works. Everyone that I know works, at least. Mm-hmm. I mean. um, and sometimes lines get crossed. And the topic that we're choosing is professionalism in the workplace. I should have said that first because I'm, like, going deep into it. <laughs> but professionalism in the workplace and, you know, what it looks like to us. Um, we're going to talk about experiences that we've been through. We're going to, you know, give you guys some advice on how we handle those situations, how you can handle any situation you're going through right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I want to start off with giving everybody the definition of professionalism in the workplace according to Google. Um, professionalism in Professionalism in the workplace, an individual who shows consideration and respect for others demonstrates a commitment to professionalism. Likewise, a person who keeps his or her word demonstrates loyalty and exceeds expectations in demonstrating professionalism. Mm. Right. (laughs) It's like professionalism, 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 and professionalism. Yeah, it's like... Why are we using the word in the definition? Right. I'm it's kind always, of a lot. It's, it's kind yeah, of a it's lot. Outputting. Um I think for me that kind of just means basically like professionalism is showing up to work on time, is doing your job, you know, whatever that may be, following your routines, owning up to when you mess up. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I, I feel like in a lot of workspaces, people really don't own up to their BS, to their yeah. bullshit. And it's like if you fuck up then you fucked up. It's That's cool. That's okay. Right. Just say it like, we're, hey, we're I fucked up. 
I accept all, you know, reprimand, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, let's move forward from this or train me and show me how I could do it better. You know, it is what it is. It's a learning process. I think people also take it very serious. You know, and I, I always laugh when people take it serious because I'm like, it's not a life or death situation for a lot of our jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, some jobs are different, like, you know, police officers, people, doctors and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But for us, you know, young uh, entrepreneurs or artists, a lot of our jobs really aren't that serious. You know, yeah. we're serving coffee or, we're, you know, we're working with kids, you know, and that is serious in, in, in a, to a certain extreme. Mm-hmm. But, you know, something as simple as like, I don't know. Maybe you you bumped into a kid by accident or something, you know, and some people will take that serious. Like, oh my god, you know, you gotta do it. And it's like, calm down. It was yeah. just an accident. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but that definition to me just kind of like sums it up, and it, it just means like being professional, like going into your job and taking going in with pride. Number one. Number two, leaving all of your bad juju at the door and mm, come in here with a clear that's mind, so and let's focus on what we need to focus on. You know. Yeah. And you can still be cool, you can still be fun, you can still be everything, but at the end of the day, you are at work. Yeah. And when you're working, this is not your friend time, this is not your time for you to, like, yeah. you know, let's talk, girl. Mm. I know that might seem like for a lot of people that's the environment, yeah. but at the same time, you are at work. You know, yeah. off the clock, if you want to grab a drink, girl, but... TBH, like Amanda Seal says, like off the clock and you're with your coworkers, that's still work. Yeah. You're taking your work with you. Absolutely. Because anything you say or do can be used against you. Right. So it is what it is. You gotta be you gotta be careful with that. What is what is like what does professionalism mean to you? I think a lot of what you said, but also too like just recognizing that professionalism is not only in the workplace, right? Like it can be when you know, our kids are going to school and what that means and what responsibilities they take. Mm-hmm. But it's just recognizing the responsibilities that we're given and doing the job well, right? Exactly. Doing it outright. And many of us lack it. <laughs> and many of us don't care to, like, you know, master it. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's important because, one, you're getting fucking paid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you're not getting paid enough, figure it the fuck out and go mm-hmm. somewhere else. But it doesn't mean that your level of professionalism should be any less or any, you know, anything else but but great. And it's to what you said, it's like we're serving in one way or another, whether it's you're working mm-hmm. in Starbucks and you're serving, you know, people coffee or you're working at a community um, youth center and it's you're serving the kids. Like, you're serving, so fucking give it your best, man. Deliver. Because you don't know what opportunities, what doors mm-hmm. will open for you. And what skills you could take away from it. So if you're coming to work with a shitty ass attitude, like that fucking sucks because your perspective, your mm-hmm. mindset is all the way and fucked up. People really just don't realize that energy is very contagious. Oh my God. You coming is. in, like some don't get me wrong, sometimes I go into work like and I know you've seen it. Like I'll come in and I'm just in a bad mood and I'm just like, you know, I'm kinda quiet, I'm kinda to myself. Mm-hmm. But I keep it to myself. And I just yeah. like if anybody asks me, I'm like, you know, I'm just not in the mood today. Like I'm cool. I'm, I'm good, but I just I just wanna get this done and get mm-hmm. on my way. I'm not gonna not gonna be like taking it out on the kids or taking right. I've learned that throughout the years because I used to be really, really bad with that. And yeah. I had to learn that throughout the years because Especially working at Starbucks, man. That taught me a lot about myself. And I, I always talk about Starbucks and everything's like, oh, you ever talk about a Starbucks? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's really just yeah. those six years working for that company really taught me so much about myself. Yeah. And, you know, taught me like, you know what? This job may not be the perfect job. Maybe 
you never pictured yourself working at a coffee shop and taking it this serious. But at the end of the day, mm-hmm. and going back to what you said, like you're getting paid. Yeah. And you know, um, if you don't like how much you're getting paid, exactly what you said, figure it the fuck out. You don't have to come here. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be here. Yeah. And I would, once I learned that, I would tell, like, when I was working at Starbucks, I would tell other baristas that, like, you don't have to be here, bro. Yeah. You don't want to be here today? No. I didn't. You, you were scheduled to come, but guess what? You have the right to not come. Right. You can stay your ass at home. And it's like, we're all coming in. We're all doing our job. We're all just trying to have a good time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we used to joke around and kiki or whatever. But at the same time, I would let people know, like, I am the shift leader. Mm -hmm. I am the one in charge. I am the one who's going to get in trouble if shit goes down. So I'm going to need you to calm it the fuck down. And if you don't like that I'm taking the authority and being the professional in the space, Mm -hmm. then you can go. Exactly. You can actually go home. Yeah. and I would remind people that, like, and I think that made people feel better. Yeah. They were like, yo, like, my manager dad just told me, like, I can just fucking go home. <laughs> yeah, you can go home. I but mean, you, I'm not saying you're not going to have any repercussions. Right, like, there's not going right. to be nothing mm-hmm. coming after that. Mm-hmm. But I just want you to know you are human. You have that right to go home. If you're not feeling this today, then go. It's crazy how often we forget that we have choices, right? You yeah. have a choice to make. And, and like you said, it follows with with consequences mm-hmm. and repercussions, but you have a fucking choice. So you can choose to be present and to do your damn job or That or you not. signed up for, right. that you interviewed for. Right. We didn't recruit you. you. Do we need that? <laughs> not only that, but a lot of people, let me tell you something. There's so many things. There, this, this, this topic is just like, it's something I've been wanting to talk about because I, I saw this a lot when people would interview, like my old manager, she would let me sit in on interviews with her because she wanted to train me how to interview. That's cool. And people just... Stop trying to sell these employers' dreams. Like, Mm. y'all need to stop. The employer should be selling you dreams, number one. Number two, read a job description before you go into an interview. Because a lot of people really do not know what the fuck they're signing up for. (laughs) And it would would just... One of the questions they would ask you in the interview is like, are you okay with cleaning? Because like 80% of your job is cleaning. Right. Literally, Starbucks is so strict on cleaning. Mm-hmm. And as it should be, it's a food establishment. Right. You don't want to go to a coffee shop and see a rat. I mean, it happens. But, but don't let the customer see it. <laughs> you know? Don't let but me see it. But you'd be surprised how many people get a job and they're like, oh, my God. Like, I got to clean? Oh, my goodness. Who the fuck did you think cleaned here? <laughs> like... They should, they should hire an outside, this was always a thing, they should hire an outside staff to come clean. So you, you want them to the pay you <laughs> and then spend like another couple thousand to pay, to pay someone else? My thing is if you have a problem cleaning at your job, I'm, I'm constantly sweeping the floors here, As cleaning you tables. Be because guess what? You have to breathe this air. Mm-hmm. Like I would explain that, like, that to people. Like, yeah. You don't like dusting? You don't like dusting the, the fans and the top mm-hmm. of the shelves? Guess, guess who's breathing that? Guess yeah. who's here 90% of their day? You are. You are. Exactly. Not only that, yeah, I can only imagine what their houses are like if you don't like cleaning. Yeah, Hello. and it's just like it, it never made sense to me. And it's like I think another thing is the delivery. Mm. The delivery is so important. Extremely. My, I had a manager, the, the manager at Starbucks, who was just so rude. Mm. So rude. My, my, the baristas used to just complain to me, like, she's so rude. She doesn't know how to talk to people. And I would see it. I mean, me and her had gotten into it, like, 
very unprofessional of me, but I had to like lay my lay my foot down and show my dominance. Like you're not gonna speak to me however you want to speak to me. I don't give yeah. a fuck who you think you are. Yeah. Um, I'm working here. I'm not quitting. I'm not going anywhere. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm, we need to figure mm-hmm. this out. And that goes back to the you know into the description, the definition. It says loyalty. It's like you want my loyalty, but exactly. you know how are we gonna exchange this mutual respect? Exactly. How are we gonna go about this? You know, it's not just a I'm gonna come here and do whatever the hell you exactly. want me to do. And that, and that was her mentality, like. I'm your superior. Ooh. You're going to do what I say. And if you don't like that, you can go. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm a tough cookie, bitch. Like, you're not going <laughs> to fucking break through me. Like, I'm going to my fight till y'all motherfuckers get yeah. me the fuck out of here. I'm not mm-hmm. leaving on my own. Mm-hmm. And we came to an understanding where it was like, oh, we're both from the same boat. We're both built the same. We're yeah. both tough. Mm-hmm. We're both very hard-headed but very understanding. Right. But our delivery sucks. Yeah. You know, and she got better with her delivery, so her staff understood and got better with her. Yeah. And I had to, like, uh, let her know, like, sometimes you just come across, you know, and she's from Brooklyn, and Brooklyn is <laughs> tough or whatever, you know. And I was like, okay, bitch, well, I'm from Lawrence, okay? <laughs> and we get down and dirty, too. But code switching is super important. Mm-hmm. Time and place for everything. Mm-hmm. You're coming and, into and the workplace, she, yeah. She, wasn't, she was new to her job, so mm-hmm. she was power tripping. Oh, okay. And, you know, she wanted to make sure that she was the, the headmaster. Yeah. Know? And it was just one of those things where it was like, girl, you need to calm down. Yeah. And I would have to remind her, like, we are not your slaves. And we, this is not how Starbucks operates. Like, that's not Starbucks culture. Mm -hmm. We should be respecting. We should be understanding of each other. We are partners. That's why we don't call each other employees. We call each other partners. Exactly. Because we're in this together. Exactly. So if that's the culture the company's trying to shape, you're not fitting in that. Yeah. You're trying to make this something that it's not. And she, like... Throughout the time, she got better with it, and we became really close. But, man, the, the professionalism, like, we had, like, I'm t- talking about we had a screaming match one day because it was just like, oh, you're not going to talk to me how you want to talk. <laughs> I'm going to speak to you how I'm going to speak to you. And Yo, that's, that's just crazy that. you mentioned that. I once had a coworker corner me into a, co- like, corner me yelling at me because, you know, I decided to do something different, and they didn't like it. And... We actually, we're, we're still friends now, and we laugh about it. And it's like, yo, that was crazy. Mm-hmm. That was such a pivotal point for me because as a woman, like, sometimes we don't have that strength in our voice, mm-hmm. you know. And sometimes, you know, we're, we don't feel empowered to be like, who the fuck are you talking to right now? Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, afterwards, it was like that conversation was like, yo, did that really just happen? Because you could have definitely lost your job. Facts. Like, you're not going to be yelling at me. Facts. That is, I do not come to get paid for that shit. And if I made a decision, it was because it was, the, it, it was you know, for the greater good. Like, I, I knew that I was making a decision that was for the kids. And, you know, I didn't appreciate it at all. And that taught me so much, like, where I needed to learn how to stand my ground and be like, I need, I need the respect. Mm-hmm. Just as you want me to respect you and your establishment, you need to respect me. Yeah. Like, I don't give a fuck if I'm expendable. Like, I'm working here. I'm on the clock. I'm getting paid. You hired me for a reason. Check yourself. Exactly. And I feel like a lot of people who come into management, whether they're newcomers or not, I don't know if it's like the lack of energy, the lack of training or like they just want to be on a high horse. Some people look fucking forward to that, to having so so much power, you know, over them. And it's just like you need to chill. I don't like the I don't like the term boss. You're my leader. You're supposed to guide me. You're supposed to, you know, elevate me, make me better so that whether I'm moving up in that company 
or for my future like endeavors like whatever I want to pursue like you're giving me the skills to set me up and many jobs lack that Mm -hmm. you see Starbucks I like because like they help you with like your education and schools and stuff like that like they do they have a good setup I don't know what the culture is like because I haven't worked there but that's necessary that's super important Mm -hmm. for a company to know how to and there's a lot of opportunity for growth not a yeah. lot of restaurants have that mm. a lot of restaurants will be like you need to be here for a year year and a half in order to be considered for a management position yeah. starbucks is like yo six months in they're like so you're mm-hmm. doing really good you showed up every day you're doing your job yeah. you want to be a shift let's try to move you up boom but That's it's also a revolving door because then you know it kind of seems like especially well i would say in new york mm-hmm. the culture is very demanding imagínate toda esa gente they, listen, they do not play. It's very militant. I yeah. enjoyed working at Starbucks in Andover. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed a little bit of working at Starbucks in Los Angeles. But when I worked in New York, man, those years in New York was just like, I would go home crying sometimes because it was just such a shitty environment sometimes. Yeah. And especially when you have staff who just doesn't give two fucks. Mm. And that's just the energy. Like, People were like, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about this job. And I'm not going to lie. I'm not, I wasn't perfect. I'd be the same exact way. Yeah. I was on that negative boat. We've all been through it. Guiding that boat through the water. Like, mm-hmm. fuck this job. This job ain't shit. <laughs> but then it was just like realizing, like, these are the decisions that you're making for mm-hmm. your life. Mm-hmm. You know? And that leads me, like, a little bit into the next the next. A subject, which a question, which is um, to explain a time when you dealt with unprofessionalism. I mean, I know you touched on that a little bit before. Yeah. Um, I actually had a manager who she was white, an yeah. older white lady at the hospital, okay. Mass General. <laughs> I'm dropping names, bitch. <laughs> um, and she, like, I don't know what it was with her, but she loved to pick on me. Mm. And you know, for the first few months, I was like, all right, cool. It is what it is. Like. I don't know shorty from a hole in the wall, but I had a realization and I was like, you know what? You hired me. Mm -hmm. So something about you, something about me you like. So I'm going to just be myself. I'm not going to be fake out here. Right. And I stopped being fake. I started to be real, real, real raw. And just, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. If they don't like it, then fire me. That's it. I love it. So I started to show up. (laughs) And then, uh, you know, she started calling me in the office more and more often. Mm. Any little thing, any little thing. And I was like, I would question her. I'm like, yo, what's your problem? Like, do you have a problem with me? Just you would like ask that. her? That's, like what, that. that's what's up. And she'd be like, um, I feel like you're not being very professional. And I would tell her, like, I'm not being professional because I'm not kissing your ass. I don't right. kiss ass. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm, I swear to I swear to everything, I am not lying. This is exactly how the conversation went. Like, yeah. I, was, I was being unprofessional in that aspect. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I just needed to let her know, like, you're not going to speak to me however you want to. First of all, you're white. Mm-hmm. Watch your tone. Yeah. Like, you already, we already have that disconnect there. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be understanding and cordial, and I'm trying to let you run the ship. Mm-hmm. And it's cool. This is your boat. I'm on here as a visitor. I'm on here as a worker. Mm-hmm. It's fine. But watch the way you speak to me. Can you believe they actually have trainings to teach white people how to manage oh. people of color? Girl. What the fuck? Now they have trainings, like I said earlier, in Starbucks where they have people of color understanding how to deal with people of color. Because even even some people of color are being just dis- like they're taking their job title and they're taking their job description so serious mm. that they're discriminating against their own kind. Ugh. And I used to Gasco. deal with that. Like, 
But going back to this lady, like, she was just so rude. One day we had a shouting match. Like, I'm very notorious for just speaking my mind. <laughs> I w- if I need to raise my voice with you, I'm going to raise my voice with you because you're not listening. You're right. not understanding. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, call it ghetto, call it ratchet, call it whatever you want to call it. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like, my mother always told me, speak up for yourself. Yeah. Speak up for yourself. Don't let important. these people play you. Don't let them be out here doing whatever they want to do. You know, when I tell my mom these stories, she's like, maybe you maybe you spoke up a little bit too much, a little too loud. And I'm like, but you said speak up for myself. She's like, well, I said speak, not shout. You're shouting. Yeah. It's but, such a cultural thing for us, though. Yeah, like, I'm we're, like, I, we're I just yelling, get very passionate. And I yeah. hate when I'm trying, like, this lady was flipping out on me one day because they wanted us to take out the trash. Now, mind you, I, I went to school to be a medical assistant. I ain't never take no trash training course, no sanitation <laughs> course. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, well, I'm not doing that. Right. And that was a problem. Yeah. She's like, oh, come to my office. And I'm like, okay. So I went to the office. She's like, oh, how dare you tell me that you're not going to be taking out the trash. Oh, the how doctors dare you? asked for you guys to take out the trash. And I oh. told her, ma'am, the hospital pays thousands of dollars for sanitation. And they're getting paid more than I do. And the I'm fuck actually am I dealing doing with it for? Right. So why the fuck aren't they taking out the trash? Right. Oh, that's not your problem. Oh, you know what's also not my problem? <laughs> the trash. <laughs> oh, girl. <laughs> so now we're we're stating what's not Ruben's problem. Okay, right. let's keep going. And we just had a shouting match. But you know what? Like in that moment, how dope would it have been if she could have modeled that? Let me fucking take out the trash myself, so that oh, no, you know no, no. it can be an inclusive yeah. thing that we can all do, right? Yeah. If if the janitors for some leader, reason, as a right? Leader, that's exactly. What you do. And as sometimes they lack that. Yeah. Yo, I had a dope ass um, supervisor where, yo, if she had to come. Like, she was always in tacos because, obviously, like, that was her role. Um, but if she had to switch on to sneakers and run and attend to whatever she needed to be, if she needed to be on the floor, you already know she was on the floor. Mm-hmm. And she had to do whatever she had so to do. Yeah. Because you need a model what the fuck your expectations are. You can't just be, like, barking these expectations, but you yourself can't do them. Mm-hmm. And that shit is so fucking annoying. Like, I had a, I, away. I had a supervisor like that in, in New York, and she was amazing. I loved her. I loved her no. so much. You take she away so did much, so man. much for me. Like, she helped me out so much. She taught me so much. Yeah. Um, she would be one of those one of those leaders. Like, mm-hmm. she was like, she would tell us, like, I'm very militant, but I'm also human, and I understand. Right. It's cool. And the balance is necessary. Find your balance. And she would just tell us, like, the minute you try to play me, though, <laughs> I got you. Exactly. I got something for that. As it should be. Exactly. As it should be. And I, I modeled after her. Like, I would run my floors mm-hmm. how she taught me to run floors. Right. Like, you know, and she would explain it in this way. Like, okay, be cool. You can mm-hmm. be cool with these people. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you have a job to get done. Right. You are to run the floor and lead these people. Mm-hmm. If they're not doing their job, guess who's getting yelled at? You are because you're not leading. Not them. Right. She's like, I'm not going to go yell at these baristas. You're going to You're the leader. Right. Why are you not leading? Right. Exactly. And that's how I understood it. I was like, oh. And she's like, your delivery. Mm-hmm. That's what you got to work on. How mm-hmm. are you going to speak to people? How are you going to ask someone to go sweep a floor? Mm-hmm. Don't give them a broom and here, go sweep a floor. Right. Because nobody likes that. I don't like to be fucking demanded. Things. Makes people feel like they have a choice. And that's right. how I would do it. I'm like, hey. But they really don't. <laughs> it, right. Like, <laughs> hey. Because I remember so can, psychology. You know, you can sweep the floor now or, you know, I'll give you a little bit of time. You can sweep it later. Right. Oh, I'll sweep it later. I'm like, okay, well, I would kind of prefer if you would, can sweep it now. Right. You know, mm-hmm. because we're expecting inspection and, and you know, give them a reason why. Mm-hmm. Don't just be like, mm-hmm. I kind of prefer you sweep it now. Go do it. You know? Right. Give them a reason why so they can understand. They'll be like, all right, cool, cool. All right, cool. No problem. <laughs> and I never had pushback. It was yeah. always just like, no problem, Ruben. Whatever you need, boss. 
And yeah. I was like, all right, I like this. Yeah, I did this for six years. Um, but um, professionalism, you know, I've dealt with that at every single job. Right. And I feel like for me, it's all about, one, the delivery, and two, you know, just making sure that, it, like how you said, you're the leader. You're mm-hmm. being a leader in the position. Mm-hmm. You're not my boss. Mm-mm. You don't run me. Mm-mm. You don't tame me. You don't own me. You're the leader. Yeah. You show me the way, and I will follow. Yeah. With what you show me. Right. Um, I mean, I've been lucky, you know, to to work in. Um, I mean, I've been working with youth now for eight plus years, and you the bravery. know, <laughs> I love you and kids. Nina. I'm like, yo, the I love bravery these kids. I love these have. kids. They're great. They're great. Um, but the culture is definitely more different, and you know staff they're more in tune with like how they're feeling and their emotions and you know my day is divided by you know direct service and you know just indirect service so we're I'm putting the program together with the rest of the team and and you know we're figuring out how everybody's feeling because that energy like you said it it goes on and we don't want to pass that energy to the kids the kids had a long day in fucking school they're shitty at school system (laughs) we talked about that I'm sorry um, they definitely need to work on that, but it's it's important for us to check how we're feeling. And so in the morning, you know, the reality of it, sometimes I'm a morning person, sometimes I'm not. But I know that I can come in and just be like, I can be mellow at that point. But once the kids come in, you already know I'm checking. Yeah, I'm checking myself. Yeah, you guys are actually really, really good with hyping. Yeah. Listen, when you walk into the space, they're like, Hi. <laughs> And I'm there, like, with the bitchiest face, like, first of all. Because, one, we're super excited to see you. What you bring to the team, you got me, is super yeah. important. So, yeah, we're going to fucking welcome you like that. Like, and the, we and it's not only the staff, kids. guys. They, yeah. they, do that ex- they do the exact mm-hmm. same thing with the kids. Like, they may not catch every kid every day, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but, like, somebody, when someone walks in, like, some staff is just looking over and they're like, hey, and then everybody just joins in, like, yeah. hey, you know, because we want to make them feel good here. Absolutely. This is your home. This is your space and you absolutely need it here mm-hmm. your presence and that, is absolutely that, needed that transcends over to them like they yeah. they may come in sometimes and just have the worst day mm-hmm. oh, but God, the yeah. minute they're walking in and we're like and it's so like sometimes i sit back and i observe and i'm like yo it's crazy how we always catch those kids who look like they had a bad day yeah like they had a rough day mm-hmm. and we're just very quick to be like yo <laughs> what's up welcome yes. and automatically you see that shy smile like and they feel like you know what mm-hmm. I'm good here. Absolutely. I'm comfortable. And that just breaks them into the mold. And mm-hmm. 10 minutes later, these kids are like jumping around like jelly beans. And we're all looking yeah. at each other like, what the fuck did yeah. we just do? Yeah. But it makes it worth it. And that's part of the job. Absolutely. As, 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 uh, as somebody who works with kids, that's mm-hmm. part of the job. Mm-hmm. And Nina, like, Nina does really good with that. Yeah. Like, I see Nina's her with her kids sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, you know, like. You know, even down to the way that she, she, you know, dresses her door at her job. Like, you go to all the other doors at her job and no one is doing anything. No. But she's, like, doing whatever she can to, one, keep it knowledgeable, two, keep it fun. Yeah. Think about when you were a kid. Mm-hmm. When you went to school and your teacher. I used to love when my teacher would dress up the classroom. Yeah, And, like, fun. make it look so fun and bright Welcoming. and inviting. And, and you want to read what's on the wall. You don't just have a poster slap there. Like, Ugh. You want to read what's on the wall because she did, you know, they did that. And I don't know. I feel like that's super, I feel like that level of professionalism is what we're talking about. Like, 
a lot of people just think it's just a job. No, and it's I'm going to come in. Mm-mm. I'm going to do what's asked of me, and Mm-mm. that's it. Sometimes you do have to go a little bit above and beyond. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes... Um, now, there is a difference, though. You can't go above and beyond and be like, okay, I'm going to do... This is what people think above and beyond is. I'm going to do this off the clock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I um, learned that through Starbucks, too, because, it, you know, they're very big on, like, okay, you're clocked out. Go home. Right. Get out. You have to respect that. Get out. You yeah. Go back to being a human. Mm-hmm. We'll see you in 12 mm-hmm. hours. Go decompress. Yes. Go get yourself together. You know, and people will be like, I'm just going to sweep, you know, and... You're like, you're off the clock. It's so funny, too, because it's just like sometimes people don't even want to be there, but then they'll stay later, and you're just oh like, oh, my God. What the fuck? Can you explain? Are some, you serious right now? Can anyone you, out there explain this to me? Didn't you just have a shitty attitude, but you still want to stay here longer? <laughs> I don't Mira understand. I don't pay overtime. Vete. Vete pa tu casa. Okay, I'm not the one. <laughs> no, 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 no. I used to, listen, I used to go through that. Like, baristas would be like, I fucking hate this job. I'm like, all right, you know, you want to go home early? And yeah, cool. Thing. And then four hours later, you go to the back and you're like, you're still yeah. here. Yeah. Like, I'm having a great. And I'm like, mm-hmm. your problem isn't that you hate your job. Your problem is that you're lazy. Mm-hmm. Lazy. And then you want to come here and think that this is an environment to socialize. And it's not, unfortunately. Like, And I, I had to really explain that to people. Like, yeah. a job is a job. We mm-hmm. are not friends. Mm-hmm. We are not, you know, we're cool. Yeah. I'm cordial with everyone. Yeah. But if you are a friend to me, you know you're a friend to right. me. You know what I'm saying? I let you know outside of the job. Like, yo, I respect you. I, I you know, I value you. I show, you know, whatever you need me to do. And then you but have those But in people. the job, mm-hmm. you're yeah. my coworker. That's yeah. it. You know? And then sometimes in places like like Movement City, you have those people like Jira and Clara, but I'm going to name shout out you guys because you guys are amazing, who would be like, yo, te te comieron. And yeah. they'd have food. And you're like, oh, yeah. Those, good co- those are the That's good co-workers, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah. Clarabelle and then Jira, they would always have that. And I'd be like, yo, I fucks with that. Mm-hmm. I fucks with that because, like, they you're right. You're not, you. We're not friends and stuff like that. But we have this relationship that we've developed. And understanding. Where, yo, you want to look out for one another. Because you need that. It's like, as corny as this may sound, it's like when you're seeing the geese fly up in the sky in that V form. Okay. The person, you know, in the front. Is leading the rest. They're giving them that power, and sometimes we need that elevation. We need, like, you know, you're right. I'm, I'm cranky because I didn't eat. I didn't have time to get, <laughs> you know, grab food. So they got you. Yeah, those are the, those are always great coworkers I have around. Yeah, like, absolutely. Always great, and there always seems to be a, a woman in that role. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I it love is. that. I love it that. Is. Every <laughs> job I've had, there's always been that those coworkers that are like, "Yo, you ate today, bro?" That nurturing. That nurturing. I'm like, "All right, bitch, I'm fat. Yeah. Let's let's not do this today. Like, I'm I'm just tired of eating. I'm mad because I'm fat. <laughs> this is why. I don't but you gotta eat, bro. You gotta fucking eat." <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, professionalism is such a a big topic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. And I think that, you know, people's perception of it is like, like I said earlier, just showing up, clocking in. And, you know, I even would go as far as some people would tell me, like, I'm not talking to nobody today. Yeah. And you're like, why? You know, and they'd be like, oh, because yesterday I got in trouble for talking too much. Oh, my God. And it's like, you didn't get in trouble for talking too much. You got in trouble for talking at the wrong time. Right. Time because we hired you to make drinks. Time and place. And you're here talking about Rihanna's new album. Yeah. So what are we holding, doing? Yeah, you're holding up the line. This is your not that great juice. Your slowing down. And <laughs> <laughs> like, you're working at Starbucks. You need to get it done. And it's like, we're not yelling at you because you're talking. Like, you can have, con- like, you, I, I had to explain this to people. Like, you can have conversation, but at mm-hmm. the end of the day, the customer is waiting. Absolutely. What are we doing? Yeah. Why are you having this conversation before mm-hmm. I hand in this drink out? Why? Yep. 
There should be nothing more important than getting this drink out. As corny as that sound mm-hmm. and as annoying as that sound, the mm-hmm. customer comes first. And I understand Absolutely. that now. I used to be one of those people, oh, I got in trouble for talking yesterday. I'm not talking today. Yeah. But I had to learn the hard way. Like, it's not that you can, you're not, that you're talking. It's just that you're talking at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. You need to be working. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Get mm-hmm. your job done and then enjoy the rest of your day. Absolutely. And that's how I am at the hotel. That's how I am at every job. Like, I get the job done, and then we can, you know. Yeah. You want to socialize after? Fine. I'll clock out. We can talk. But other than that, I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know, if we don't, you know, this other job that I have that I haven't told anybody, but that, you know, I show up. I don't really talk to anybody there. I don't have it. I don't have a desire to. I don't have a need to. I'm here to get my check. This is yeah. my third job, you know, and I'm just, I'm here to get my check. Yeah. You know, there is one girl that I'm very cool with there, and she's very nice. And actually, two girls. One girl gave me a Valentine. Sorry, I'm looking off into the distance. But one girl gave me a Valentine on Friday, and I was like, oh, that's really sweet. You know, and she shares with me her stories, but I, I don't share with you. Right. I'm not here to share with you. I'm just mm-hmm. very like, oh, you know, cool. I'm not rude. I'm just like, oh, my God, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I have an understanding this is just my job. Yeah. You know, she's like, you know, if you ever need anything, we're all here for each other. And I'm like, that's great. Mm -hmm. But those words right there is what can confuse someone. There's a difference between being professional and unprofessional. Mm -hmm. We're not we're not paid to be all here for each other. We're paid to do the job. Come in, do the job. We can love each other. We can respect each other. But to do all of everything that you're doing right now, like, I can even go as far as being, like, I feel like I'm being, you know, targeted because she gave me a Valentine's. I didn't see her give anybody else a Valentine's. Right. You know, and that's how thin that line is. Mm -hmm. And there goes the professionalism. Like, you could have just said happy Valentine's. You gave me a gift. And I was just like, I don't, I I had only had a conversation with Shorty about two or three times. That's weird. But, you know, I'm like, you know, and it wasn't a grand gift. She gave me a a candy lollipop. And there, and... Every, every workplace has those people but that are like... But this is the people that groom you. I'm just <laughs> kidding. Go as deep as <laughs> So if you find me locked up in a closet, it was the girl that gave me the lollipop. <laughs> the girl who was she? I'm done. But no, it's, it's, it's important that we be mindful, you know, identify what the work culture is wherever you're being, wh- yep. wherever you're working at, and then, you know, you know, ease into it, you know, assimilate as... Take your take your time. Take your baby steps if you need to take it, but you need to learn what that culture is like because exactly. it's not the same everywhere. Okay. Yeah, and I've even like even people. This is a great segue into actually the last question that I have, which is what tips or advice you have for people dealing with unprofessionals in their work in their mm. workplace. <laughs> and um, I'm gonna before I get into that, I want to finish this off. I've even met people. You you ever have that new coworker who is just so hard trying to be down? Mm. Yeah, and they're just like. Like, a weekend, you're like, girl, didn't you just start a week ago? Because it feels like you've been here for four years. Like, I'm just confused. <laughs> like, you're, do, you're literally, you picked up the culture. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not trying to make a change to the culture, mm-hmm. but you're also not making the culture better. Right. You know, those coworkers are also very fishy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so now I'm going to answer that question. Like, what tips or advice do I have? I would say, like, like what the topics that, I mean, the points that you're making are so clear. Like, it's understandable. Um, learn the culture, yeah. Mm-hmm. Learn the culture. Um, don't come in to a job and try to make such drastic changes, especially those who are in leadership positions. Yeah, you can't. Learn, understand the habits that have been formed. Absolutely. And find a way to kind of slowly, because people will listen Yeah. if you approach the situation the differently. Right way, yeah. And I, I, I am going through that right now with a new manager, like I said earlier. And 
it's just like understand why we're doing the things that we're doing mm-hmm. you know why the, this behavior is being allowed yeah. and i had to explain to him like the bigger manager than you lets us do this yeah so it's going to be kind of hard for you to come around and be like you can't do this when we're not even getting reprimanded by the big boss right you know and that that goes to him understanding the culture you're not mm-hmm. understanding how things work here mm-hmm. you know and your delivery isn't oh you know if i see you with your phone out i'm gonna write you up yeah <laughs> Where? Nah. Because it's not like you got business. <laughs> and and it's also to and that, like, it's it's on top of the approach. It's like, just have a conversation with me. Yeah. Let me know. Let it let it be a verbal thing. Mm-hmm. Hey, Rue, you know, I didn't appreciate that mm-hmm. you had your phone, like, with the kids. But, like, you know, like, just, just chill with it. Yeah. Like, let's, you know, whatever. Have that fucking conversation. Chill the fuck out. Don't, don't, don't start with these, oh, I'm going to write you up. Whips and chains. Whips yeah. and chains. I'm going to write you up. Like, what yeah. the fuck is that? Like, coño, you're not going to make me want to come. Like, it's always going to be attention, mm-hmm. and there's no need for that. Well, um, we're going to be here eight hours together, and you want me to have attention all of with that? you? Because trust me. All I'll of keep that? that I'll keep it with you. I can be tense. <laughs> well, go at it, Bob. Um, but it's, it's just for managers and supervisors, you know, I'm obviously learning the rope myself, but, like, it's, it's learning the communication style of each person. Exactly. Because not everybody's the same, you right? You you might come at me with passion, and you know what? Let me embrace that passion, but let me also let you know mm-hmm. that you know some some things need to be chilled, or some things need to be worked on, right? It's also too like, it's like what you said, yo. I I I fully support that. That you need to come in if you're coming into as a new role as a manager. You need to learn the culture, bro. You need to learn what is being developed and what needs to be what what needs to improve because that's why they hired you so that what we need to improve can be strengthened or yeah. Or, like, Don't focus on small things to make mm-hmm. yourself look better. Yeah. I feel like a lot of leadership positions people do that. They'll be like, they'll be like something so tiny. Mm-hmm. So tiny. Like they're just looking for anything. Just to make it look like, oh my God, you tackled that. Oh my Good God. job. Right. Instead of tackling big problems, big mm-hmm. issues that we're having mm-hmm. here, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also say for those of you who are sitting at a desk with a, a manager or a coworker who is being unprofessional, you know, use your proper resources. Absolutely. This whole yes, like I'm not snitching. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Listen, Let in the go. workplace, what do I always thing. say? I'm calling HR as a joke. <laughs> like I'm always like I'm calling HR. I'm calling HR because yes. literally, like I I going back. I've said this a million times this episode, but like Starbucks taught me that. Like mm-hmm. if there's ever an issue, call HR. Yeah. And get that shit documented because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, absolutely. There needs to be documentation. There yeah. needs to be an understanding of, like, this person did complain about this before, mm-hmm. you know, and then you can hold and dumb liable. Like, yeah, well, to I told it. y'all mm-hmm. I was about to come in here and slap the shit out of this bitch, and y'all didn't listen. <laughs> now that I did it, you can't fire me, <laughs> you know? And also, don't fear to ask for that mediation. Like, I remember once, you know, a coworker and I, we, you know, I had asked her to do something, and, you know, I know I, I have a strong force, so I can recognize that in myself. So if I came at her the wrong way, one, I would have appreciated for her to just come to me and be like, yo, Gabby, like, you asked me, asked me for something, and like, I don't have a problem doing it, but yo, your delivery was shit. And I, you get me? I could have reflected on that and be like, yo, you know what? My fucking bad. Because we're human. You get me? I could have been having a moment, but definitely never my intention. So 
you know, my supervisor had asked me to sit down with her and have a conversation about what had happened and how she felt about it. And, yeah, she took that opportunity and she came at me. She, she was like, let me let you know. Oh, yeah, and I was just sitting back, you know, because I'm just like, let me just let her talk. Let me. I'm not going to be rea- um, reactive. I want to be proactive about this because I don't, I'm not interested in coming to work eight hours with fucking tension coming at me. I don't no need, need that shit. No need. I don't need that shit to, no, 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 no. You keep that shit at, at the door, like you said. So I let her talk. I said, you know what, I appreciate you letting me know how you feel. I'm going to come. I was like, I'll, let's regroup. Because I recognized then that I needed space because, you know, you're coming at you're me. You're getting me. And you're getting me, you're getting me worked up. But I was like, let me take a step back. Let me tell her I need to regroup. And I let my supervisor know, you know, X, Y, and Z was said. And my supervisor had the realization, like, fuck, this girl is known for this shit, you know, because you get me, we're Latinos, we're passionate. Mm. <laughs> it's just, it is what it is. So you're putting two Latinos in a room to talk about something <laughs> that's bothering us? You know, it was, it was a lot of, um, it was a lot of tension. It was a lot so, of tension and heat. So she recognized that she should have mediated that. And I'm like, yo, you're a supervisor, though. And if you know her style, why didn't you just do that from the get, my dude? Like, yeah. why? Yeah. So... It was definitely a learning lesson for me, for, for all three of us, but she didn't like that. She didn't like that at all. And it's just like, bro, I'm not coming at you personally. Like, I barely know you. Why would I do that? You got me? Stop taking things personal, personal. in the job. Yes. I mean, some things, your intuition may be right. Some things may be personal. Mm-hmm. You know, but that depends on how you, the relationship that you have held with the other individual. And if it is personal, then that's where you need to go to HR. And you need to let them know, hey, XYZ has been going on. You know, I'm trying to figure out how to mediate it myself and how to mitigate this situation. But I just want to let you know, put that shit on paper. Mm-hmm. Because see, I go, pasa. Mm-hmm. I need to have my fucking documentation to back facts. me up. That's facts on It's facts. not about snitching. It's not about any of that. Because at the end of the day, if they have to, you're expendable. So if they have to let you go, they don't give a fuck. They can they, replace you. This is another advice that I'm going to give to people. <laughs> let them know, Ru. Let them know. You are replaceable. Always. Stop. Yes. Stop with this mentality of I'm going to get away with whatever I want to get away with. I had to learn that. I learned that. And at Starbucks, they let my ass go with the quickness Mm because of some shit that I did. And I thought I was untouchable. Yeah. I believed it. Yeah. I was like, I have done so so much bad shit in this company. (laughs) I have cursed out. I have done so much shit. Lord knows. So you're like, they're not going to let me go. And the one thing that I was like, I'm not going to get in trouble for. Yeah. Two weeks later, they came in. They were like, we're letting you go. Yeah. And I was like, what? You are replaceable. Yeah. Everyone is replaceable. Absolutely. Um, I think we hit a lot of good points. I, I agree. This shit was good. This shit is necessary. I feel like like what you mentioned, it's not talked enough. You got me? It's not talked often. And on top of that, it's not being taught. You know, I, not, I think of my youth yeah. and I'm, I'm constantly telling them, yo, you coming to school late, that shows that, that you. Get- yeah. <laughs> that shit, you're just building a habit that's going to be hard to break mm-hmm. when you're trying to hold down a job. <laughs> school can't let you go, but let me let you know a job can, like you just mentioned. So it's, it's super important. Um, and I hope the listeners are enjoying this shit because, and that they carry the conversation and continue it on yeah, with their I peers think, and shit. I think it's important, you know, like I said earlier, to have this conversation because a lot of the times people really just don't think about these things, mm-hmm. you know. And if you know, if you're going home feeling away about a coworker, like something the coworker said or something, you need to speak up, yeah, because you need to control the behavior that's being that that you're letting happen in your life. 
Absolutely. You know, and I feel like a lot of times I would, I would looking back on my life, like all the jobs that I've had, like there was so many times where I would go home and feel so like mad or uncomfortable. And I, mm. I'd be like talking, you know, you talk shit in your head. Yeah, like, yeah. I should have said this. Should. And now I'm just like, I'm just going to say whatever the fuck I want to say. Because when you hold on to that shit, it's just poisoning yourself. Yeah. As You're long just... as you say it in a professional manner. Yeah. Like that's not what I'm learning. Like mm-hmm. be a little bit more professional, yeah. you know, learn how to say no. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I, I've been important. telling myself lately, yo, Make people understand to respect your no. If it's no, it's, it's no. It's no without a question. I don't need you to ask me why. Yeah. You know, and I recently went through this with one of the jobs where they, were like, they wanted me to teach afternoon classes, and I was like, no. Right. And they were like, well, oh, but you can teach. The- no. Right. No. You have to put your foot down. Let them know. Because I can't do it. I'm going to overwork myself. Mm-hmm. I have another job I have to go to in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. I can't. You know, it's too much. And you see, if you don't drop that no on them, they don't give a fuck about how you Oh, yeah, feeling. he was very quick to just be like, it's not that serious. All you got to do is... You. Oh, of course and it's not that like, serious. You're not, not the one doing it. It's not that serious to you because after all of this I shit. teach that class, everyone else goes home. Mm-hmm. I have to go put in a, another two hours, three hours, whatever the case may be. And then be, you can't give a hundred. And then you can't give a hundred. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, nah. no. You have to know how to drop those no's. Absolutely. Facts. All right, me people. Me people, mi gente. Um, this was a great Caldero talk. I'm yes. super excited about it. I think we hit a lot of points, like I said. Um, check in with your co- your coworkers, your family. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they're going through something. You know, there's a lot of deeper issues that we didn't touch that we probably haven't experienced ourselves. Like, yeah. you know, sexual harassment in the workplace oh, is very yes. real. Harassment Ooh. in the workplace. Um, you know, check in and help. Mm. If you know better, do better. Like, help each other. Like, and remember that these jobs... There, your money, that's where your money's coming from. Mm-hmm. While you're there, you should be, you know, comfortable. Mm-hmm. It should be a, a, an, an inviting environment. Absolutely. You know, you shouldn't feel like you have a shitty boss and your boss treats you like shit. Learn how to have conversations as an adult mm-hmm. and approach those things head on yeah. so that you don't have to feel like that moving forward. And mm-hmm. it's okay. It's not you being extra. It's none of that, none of this pressure that society puts on you. Like, well, just shut up and do what you need to do. Nah. and just. No, Mm-mm. while I'm here, I'm sorry. You hired me. <laughs> I'm a pain in the ass. Watch, you know, watch this, watch that, watch this. whatever the case may be. Like pull, pull them to the side and be like, listen, I don't, res- I don't, I don't, I don't respect that. Yeah, you know, you got to make your money. You got to pay your, ki- your your bills. You got to keep your kids fed. Feel free to speak up Absolutely. and don't teach your kids. You know, and don't teach the younger generation like, oh, you know, you just got to stay quiet and take it. No, that's, that's not no how it's good. operating nowadays. That's no bueno. No. We're going to head over to our next section, which is A Reposar. Yes, yes, yes. This is the last section. Gabby, thank you so much. You already know. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was a very enlightening episode. Yes, it Enli- was. Enlightening mm-hmm. or enlightening? Enlightening. Everybody knows I can't speak. Yes, you can. Um, <laughs> it was a really good episode. We are obviously missing Nina, but Gabby, I think you did a really great job. Thank you, thank in her you. shoes and hopefully everybody agreed, <laughs> which they better on punching Show down. the love in the comments. Um, I do have an affirmation I want to leave everybody with. Um, I want to say what I've been saying the past few episodes. And it's only be- only because it's been going through my head constantly, constantly, constantly. And that is trust the 
process. Yes. I have been just so down in the dumps these past few weeks, like, just by myself, like, thinking, like, oh, my God, you know, I need money. I need to do this. I need to do that. How can I get more money? How can I save? I need to move, you know, I'm moving soon. What am I doing? And I just keep going back to that quote. Mm -hmm. And it's so crazy. Like, it's literally just, like, constantly on, on, on top of my head, like, Trust the process, Ruben. Yeah. Trust the process. Absolutely. Everything you're going through is happening because it needs to happen. Everything that's happening is a lesson. There's mm -hmm. a lesson behind it. Um, like you said earlier, instead of reacting, be proactive. Yeah. Like, how can you learn from this? What do you need to do? And I feel like I'm starting to wake up again. You know, the winter is stressful for me. Yes, it is. It's so depressing. I get in my feels. I get in my thoughts. But right now, like, the, the you know, the spring is coming, even though it's going to snow tomorrow. But I'm talking about that. Um, you know, I, I've just telling myself, like, spring is coming, the sun will be out, I'll be happier, and I just want to start preparing myself for the next chapters in my life, so trust the process for me. What about you? Do you Yo, have I want to second that, because, you know, I feel like growing up, it was like, develop, the, develop this plan, develop this plan, mm. develop this plan, right? Stick by it, this is how life is going to be, X, Y, and Z. And it's like, it's super important to plan. It's super important to be prepared and ready to go. But, yo, don't forget to adapt. Ooh. Adapt to change. Adapt to change and know how to improvise and know how to be like, all right, you coming at me? Hit them with the quick one. And, you know, move with it. Move with that process because we get so stuck on, but... I was supposed to do this. Right. Anything oh, that changes this was the supposed routine, to happen. we yeah. get so quick to like... We get knocked out. Out. Yeah, we get knocked off the tracks and it's like, ugh, are, no. Mm -hmm. You got me, the wind, the wind can't be that fat. You got me that strong on you to knock you off like that. So I, I second that shit completely, Rue. It's super important to trust our process. It's super important to adapt to change and like know how to go with it. Like, exactly. you know, that's just what life is. <laughs> Us trying to plan is not... Yeah, I mean, planning is great. Like, I, I'm a planner, mm -hmm. but at it's the important. same time, I'm just like, yo, I'm also a realist with myself because I'm like, yo, mm -hmm. you can plan all the things that you want to plan, but be real with yourself. Are you in a space right now to execute all these plans? Mm -hmm. Or do these plans just sound great on paper? Right. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. My life is amazing on paper. Fairy <laughs> <laughs> um, tale. I want to give some shout outs. I definitely want to shout out Nina. I yes. hope you're having the time of your life. The pictures look, you know, it looks like you're having a good time. Shorty was on the side of a cliff. Ooh. She did tell us that she would not be jumping, not do no bungee jumping, none of this bullshit. She's not about that life. <laughs> did she do but it? When, um, I, I don't think she did. Okay. But um, the fact that she was on the side of a cliff, like that was, I looked at the picture and I'm like, oh my God, like she's terrifying. already tackling little fears and That's stuff dope. like that. So um, I did see today that she was building they were building, like, something on a playground, I want to say, like, a swing oh. set. or. Um, but shout out to them, yo. They're doing an amazing job out there. I think uh, Sound of a Smile is mm -hmm. the name of the organization. Shout out to Sam, who featured with Nina a few weeks back and did an amazing job. Um, I'm so excited to have them come back and have them be on the show. And we're going to talk about all of South Africa and give you all the details of what exactly went down over there. Because I know she's going to have crazy stories. I think she's about to be on her first week out Friday. Once Friday hits, she'll be her first week out. Wow. Um, and then she has another week. 
So I know she's just going to come back such a great person. I mean, she's already a great person, but yeah. I, I know she's going to come back a changed woman. It's refreshing. It's yeah. And, you know, I want to second that. Definitely, I think what Nina's doing is amazing and big props to that. I think it's super important for all of us to get out of our comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Get out of your comfort zone. Travel. And it doesn't have to be, you know, overseas. I mean, because money, you know, money is definitely a thing mm-hmm. to consider. But it's important to get out of your community from time to time and get exposed to different Mm -hmm. things to different cultures and and you come back refreshed because you come back with so many ideas and so many like wow this is different here how can i incorporate this here how can i how can i take what i'm learning and bring it back yeah so it's super important a fun fun, ah yes i don't know i just it just i know she's gonna learn so much from it and it's Mm -hmm. gonna open up her eyes so much yeah and it's just gonna be great for her when she comes back like she's gonna be so full of life yeah well more full of life than she already is because y'all know nina is (laughs) she's loud she's full of life she's just (laughs) nina's nina i should be i should be embracing life as um i also want to shout out um anybody who's been online supporting us we do have t-shirts that are officially out hey where can i Um, get mine though click the link in the bio yes and click on merchandise it will direct you to our teespring store um you know show your support if you want to if you want to we would appreciate it Um, all funds that we get you know go to helping us build our brand build this up you know this isn't easy yeah, this it's, isn't it's easy, not. you know. Sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> you know, equipment costs money. Everything costs money, so everything you mm-hmm. know helps us out. Don't think that we're just sitting here pocketing your money. Nah, it's really not that. Um, do you have any shoutouts? Um, hmm, do I have any shoutouts? Let me see. Actually, do I do? I've noticed this trend with like podcasts being developed, and I think it's so dope because. Yo, our voice is so powerful. Mm -hmm. You know, our thoughts are so powerful. And it's something that, you know, we were discussing before starting this. It's like people sometimes need to hear it and they don't. And they feel like they're going through something alone and they're fucking not. So many of us are going through the same thing. So I I, I love that, you know, these podcasts are being developed. The fact that you and Nina started this. um, And many, many of my friends and families are, you know, on it also. So I think... The strength in your voice and trying to share that with the world is so dope. So power to you guys. Kudos. And hey, that's you. what's up. Keep fucking it up. <laughs> well, shout out to you for coming on. Because, <laughs> like, when I was thinking about who I wanted to have as a guest host, I automatically thought of you. Yeah. And Nina's like, you think she's going to be, like, good for it? Like, you think she's going to be, like... <laughs> yeah, that cause, uppity. Yeah, because I'm, I'm quiet. But I, I feel like it's a great balance. And mm-hmm. that's what I look for. I look for a balance, mm-hmm. you know. And... You're not always quiet because, yeah. you know, you're very goofy. You can be goofy. Definitely. Um, Absolutely. You know, but I wanted to get your perspective on things and it's pick pick out your brain a little bit and hear your story because, like I said, I don't really... Me and Gabby met back in, like, September or October when I started here at Movement mm-hmm. City and we, we grew a bond right away. Like, yeah. we became very close and I wanted to, like, kind of dive into that and, like, I want to get to know her a little bit more. Yeah. So... It was super it was, organic and I appreciated that, too. I think definitely every relationship I... I um I form it has to come off of an organic step like if it's not organic it's not genuine not you already right. know that I ain't talking to you not and not right. because I don't like you but because it, it just doesn't it just feel yeah and I don't like forced. to force anything but um yeah the opportunity was super cool this is super dope um I'm definitely enjoying <laughs> myself it's so fun like this environment that you know Rue has set up for me um 
So, yeah, thank you for having me. No problem. Thank you for coming. Um, So, yeah, everybody, just make sure that you keep checking on the Instagram for any announcements or anything coming up. Like I said, we do have the T-shirts. Make sure y'all cop that. Hell, yeah. You got to rep that. You got to rep it. (laughs) Um, And that's that on that, mi gente. My name is Rosales, and I'm logging off. Take care, people. Thank you for having me on the show. Gabriela is out. Oh, Thank you for tuning into this episode of Sofrito Speaks. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Sofrito Speaks to keep up with all of our latest content.